Ruth, day one, the beans or the background. To read or listen to the full reading of today's portion of Ruth, please click the link that's on the post page. Naomi, her husband, and two sons were Jewish believers who left their homeland of Bethlehem to live in Moab because of a famine. While in Moab, both of their sons grow older, meet, and marry Moabite women. Now, the reason that is worth noting is because Naomi and her family were Jewish, believing in and worshiping God, while the people of Moab were not Jewish, so they did not grow up knowing or worshiping God. Sadly, Naomi's husband and sons die, leaving behind a widowed mother-in-law and two widowed daughters-in-law. Unfortunately, the future of a widow in this day and time was really difficult. If she had grown male children, they could take her in and provide for her. But for Naomi, now that her only two sons were dead, she had no means of survival. She was completely destitute. Fortunately, for young widows without children, it was customary for them, which is Ruth and Orpah's cases, to be permitted to return to their father's household and remarry later. The opportunity to return home gave them a clean slate and a potential fresh start. Obviously, for these young widows, the easiest, safest choice was to return home to their families and start again. However, Ruth decides to stay with her mother-in-law and furthermore return with her to Bethlehem, a foreign land, in search of support and a new life. The verse, Ruth chapter 1, verses 16 through 18. But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if even death separates me from you. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. The steam. What does this mean to me and how can I apply it to my life today? Ruth was faced with a decision. She could either return to her home and live under the protection and familiarity of her family and people, or she could go out on a limb and follow this woman, her mother-in-law, who was almost certainly headed for destitution in a foreign land. Ruth chooses Naomi, Naomi's people, and Naomi's God. Now, the thing we don't know from the Bible is why. Had Ruth experienced the power of God at some point, causing her to make this decision? Had she witnessed some miracles, heard some convicting story about Naomi's God and who he was? We have no clue what made her make this seemingly crazy decision. But Ruth chose Naomi, and subsequently, she chose God. And her life as you'll soon see this week, was never the same. Her decision to follow Naomi into a foreign land came with highs and lows, but her love for Naomi, and what I personally feel had to be some sort of faith, compelled her to make this initial decision. Similarly, friend, we have the same choice. In those times of life, or simply the hard times of the day, when we feel we've reached the end of our ropes, we are given the option of faith. And also, like Ruth, I don't know you fully. 
I don't know your story or why it is you're reading or listening to this post right now. I have no clue what compelled you to come here today, but here you are. And that means that God has a plan for you. God is drawing you into himself. He's trying to get your attention to get an important message across. I firmly believe and know that he has huge plans for your life. He has miracles right around the corner. He has blessings that he is ready to pour out into your heart and your life. While you may be at the end of your rope or dealing with the heavy burden of stress, fear, or grief, he wants you to unload that burden and transfer the weight from your shoulders to his. The first decision was to come here, which leads to the second decision. You must decide if you can trust God blindly. Ruth had absolutely no way of knowing how her life was about to turn out. And in fact, the simple logic would have told her that her choice to follow Naomi and her God was foolish. Similarly, your world, our culture maybe, could be telling you that trusting God after everything you've been through, after everything you've seen, read, or heard about Christianity, it's a stupid choice. There's no logic in it. Because blind faith means saying yes when you're not 100% sure of what your needs truly are. Blind faith means not having the answers to your questions and yet saying yes in spite of that. Sometimes we think to have a faith life or to have an actual relationship with God that actually can help us in our real life, that we have to have all of our questions answered, the plan figured out, and our acts together first. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Ruth had more questions than answers, more pain than joy, and I'd imagine a lifetime of mistakes that still haunted her mind. Yet God promises that regardless of what lies behind or what awaits ahead, he will be there. He wants to go with you each and every step of your journey. Blind faith isn't always easy, especially at first, but in a world of so much uncertainty, blind faith truly does become the only choice worth making.